Blues fans, glad you made it. I'm your host, Jimbo Big Train Matson, for the weekly podcast of This Week in the Blues. So let's take a look at what happened this week in blues history. Up-and-coming blues guitarist Hector Anchando was born on September 18th in 1979. He won the International Blues Challenge in 2020 in the Solo Duo category. He's been nominated for a variety of awards, including a BMA for Best Acoustic Blues Album, a Blues Blast Award for Best Acoustic Guitarist and Best Acoustic Album, and for an Independent Blues Award for Best Acoustic Blues all in 2021. His most recent album, Let Loose Those Chains, debuted at 11 on the Billboard Blues Charts. Blues maestro Louis Myers was born on September 18, 1929. Myers co-founded The Aces, who backed both Little Walter and Junior Wells. Though he certainly was capable of fronting a band as both a remarkably versatile guitarist and harpist, Myers will forever be recognized first and foremost as a top drawer sideman and founding member of the Aces. After a few years with the Aces, Louis Myers left in 1954 and played with Otis Rush, Earl Hooker, and many more. Blues saxophonist Gene Dinwiddie was born in Louisville, Kentucky on September 19th in 1936. In 1967, he joined the Butterfield Blues Band and remained until 1971. It was also during the 1960s that he was a member of the James Cotton Blues Band and worked in the 1970s as a session musician for B.B. King, Greg Almond, Melissa Manchester, and Jackie Lomax. In the 1990s, his work as a session musician continued and can be heard on Etta James' track, Stickin' to My Guns. Blues guitarist Jesse Ed Davis was born on September 21, 1944, in Norman, Oklahoma. His Native American ancestry is a blend of Comanche, Seminole, and Muscogee. He was well regarded as a session artist and solo performer. He was a member of Taj Mahal's backing band and played with musicians such as Eric Clapton, John Lennon, and George Harrison. In 2018, Davis was posthumously inducted into the Native American Music Hall of Fame. Memphis blues guitarist Dan Sane was born in Hernando, Mississippi. There's some question about the exact date of his birth, but we'll go with September 22, 1896 for now. He performed with the blues guitarist Frank Stokes, and according to one music journalist, they had emerged among the most complimentary duos in all of the blues, with Sane's flat picking ideally embellished by Stokes' fluid rhythms. The best known of songs written by Sane are Downtown Blues and Mr. Crump Don't Like It. On September 22, 1965, Junior Wells started recording the album Hoodoo Man Blues. It's regarded by many blues enthusiasts as the finest LP ever recorded as an album session, rather than a collection of singles from different sessions. The session marked one of the first times a working Chicago blues band had ever been brought in the studio to do a whole album, and Junior Wells transferred his Southside Blues Club act to the studio with ease, superbly supported by Buddy Guy, bassist Jack Myers, and drummer Bill Warren. Chicago blues guitarist Mighty Joe Young was born on September 23rd in 1927 in Shreveport, Louisiana. He was an amateur boxer in the 1940s, but later recalled that it was nothing to write home about. I decided that music was the best thing to do. 
There was a time during the late 70s and early 80s when Mighty Joe Young was one of the leading blues guitarists on Chicago's budding Northside blues circuit. Beginning in the late 1950s, he performed and or recorded with a who's who of Chicago blues artists, including Otis Rush, Magic Sam, Jimmy Rogers, Billy Boy Arnold, Willie Dixon, Tyrone Davis, and Jimmy Dawkins. The great Ray Charles was born September 23rd in 1930. Among friends and fellow musicians, he preferred being called Brother Ray, although he was often referred to as the genius. Charles was blinded during childhood, possibly due to glaucoma. Charles pioneered the soul music genre during the 1950s by combining blues, jazz, rhythm and blues, and gospel styles into the music he recorded for Atlantic Records. He contributed to the integration of country music, rhythm and blues, and pop music during the 1960s with crossover success. While he was with the ABC record label, Charles became one of the first black musicians to be granted artistic control by a mainstream record company. Chicago blues guitarist Fenton Robinson was born on September 23rd in 1935. He was active in the Chicago blues scene in the 1960s through the 1980s. A product of the Mississippi Delta, Robinson was born near Greenwood, Mississippi. He left home at the age of 18 and moved to Memphis, Tennessee, where he recorded his first single, Tennessee Woman, in 1957. In 1959, he made his first recording of As the Years Go By, later recorded by several blues artists. In 1967, he recorded his signature song, Somebody Loan Me a Dime, and it was recently inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame. Well, blues fans, we just covered some of the highlights here. Now, if you want to know more about these artists or other things that happened this week in the blues, be sure to follow our social media pages or visit our website at BigTrainBlues.com. We'll have a new episode next week, so we'll see you then. Mm -hmm.